Hi, George. Hi, Carlos. So here we are. New studio. New, new. We're in the new, new. We're in the new, new. Getting down with the new, new. Yeah. I'm very happy with it. I love this place. There's a lot of new happening with this episode. Yes. We're in a new space. We're new in, space. You've just moved. You finally moved into your new place. Yes. We are neighbors. Yes, we are. I literally walked over here. I love that. I love that you walked over here. five minutes. That's amazing. I took my chevro legs. <laughs> Walked Relax. two blocks, mm-hmm. and I was here. And that was it. And, and here we are. And this podcast, fingers crossed, will be available in a visual format. <laughs> this is the part where if you're in your car, you can't tell what we're doing. But if you're watching us on YouTube, hi. Ooh, we're nerding ooh, out. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now there will be like visual, there'll be a, you know that part, remember when you were little and you would, they would read you the book and then they would turn the book and show you the pictures? Yes. So now this is kind of like that. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Okay. We're, we're a progress. I just want to be able to, I'm a visual person as mm-hmm. well. And so I have def. I definitely enjoy like being... I definitely enjoy consuming content on, especially YouTube. Right. Um, and so, you know, the idea of being a part of that community and, you know, distributing this content in that way and finding more people to consume what we have to yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look at those rules. and I don't think we can. Can we, can we curse on YouTube? I think so. I think once we create the YouTube channel, then then I think they ask all those questions okay. and, and and it'll it'll filter it out. So you know if some if somebody puts parental settings, then we won't pop up in the in the uh, search results. See, I'm glad that you know. Yeah, I I'll think have to buy a book like YouTube for bobo dummies or for, something for bobos. Yeah, <laughs> YouTube for bobos. <laughs> YouTube for bobos. Hey, let me tell you, the I, Spanglish I, version of YouTube <laughs> for dummies. <laughs> I just started um, being more frequent with YouTube. Like I started becoming more, I should say, resourceful with YouTube. Like for example, um, like the the thermostat that we have here, there's it's like very modern and like there's ways to like program it. And do you have a Nest? But, no, no, I don't. It's not okay. one. Of, it's not that. It's like it's like what came out before the Nest came okay. out, right? But still, and, and I'm like, let me just YouTube the instructions and. Lo and behold, there was a bunch of videos on how to set it, how to put the timer, the on and off, the, you know, because you could set it to like when you're not in the house, this temperature, when yes. you are in the house, that temperature. Um, and so I was like, man, and I'm just, I found, I found that I've just been more resourceful. And I don't know if there's a term for that where, where the brain triggers you to, you know, go like when we started Googling, right? There was a process in our minds that a training, a certain level of conditioning, I guess that's the word, conditioning where you went from, oh, there's this thing where you can search and you can search pretty much for anything. And it's called Google and the transition into let me Google that, right? Uh, and that trigger. I mean, how many times a day? Yeah, do where you the now and then becomes the verb. Right, exactly. So, like, how many times a day do you Google something? Well, I use um, a different search engine okay, because I am a conspiracy theorist a little bit, kind oh, of. Oh, okay. And so I think it's called Start Page or Smart Page. Okay. And it doesn't track, doesn't keep like a cache of your searches. Okay. Where Google clearly does. Yeah. And what do you think they use that for? 
Uh, I mean, they're trying to probably to tailor um, the strip to sell you. Okay, okay. You know, like yeah. if you're constantly like searching on Google for you know things that are like, I don't know, like sports related. You know, like uh-huh. the latest football stats or the latest shoot hooping things. Right, right, right. <laughs> like yours, yours is clearly a basketball. Right, of course, a, a mass basketball. Clearly, Who's the best basketball player right now. Yes, in the NFL. I mean, the NBA. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, that mm-hmm. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, I'm sure you're definitely up on like the whole like and the NBA in China situation and how they're like <laughs> dealing with like the Hong Kong and and you know and th- how the, the 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 you know the irony that they're like so woke like they're more woke than the NFL but now they're not woke because they want money. Clearly, yeah, right. Um, I'm, completely, I'm, completely, <laughs> I'm completely up to date about all that. Yeah, sure. Never. You know, what? I'm completely up to date on the fact that um, I haven't I didn't have, until today. I hadn't worked out in three days, and I hadn't tracked my nutrition in three days. So that that that's as far as you know, with the move and everything. And I was just like, man, like all that just went to shit. That, you only know it's Sunday because I told you that you would do the workout on Sunday, yep. and we would record on Sunday. So you're like, I it's Sunday. And I'm grateful to you for that because yeah, George kind of put me back on the on this path because I was just like, I really underestimated. The moving, I really did. Straight up, I in my mind, I said we're going from. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Let's just go back to two episodes ago or three right. episodes ago. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When you were in the midst of like a time management like black hole. Yes. And um, you, you had overextended yourself professionally. Yes. And. You um the and the irony being that you're a time management like consultant and person right. the advice giver right you have a a, a public you know speaking engagement yeah where yeah, you yeah yeah teach like, that mm-hmm. uh, and you're like I'm gonna get back to that and then you decide that you're like oh yeah I'm moving right <laughs> in two weeks in two weeks yeah and, you're and like, then <laughs> but you know what it, a testament to you like here you are well. That's Lauren, my wife, Lauren. I mean, okay. So what, what was my involvement? So Lauren started moving like two, no, a month ago, month and a half ago and packed all the stuff, um, that, you know, that I wouldn't have known what to do with like the kitchen stuff. And cause we, you know, we had merged a lot of the things, uh, uh, with, with my in-laws. So I, I wouldn't have been able to determine what's theirs and what's ours. So, so Lauren did a lot of that. Then she cleaned out the boys' rooms and helped them decide what they were keeping, what they weren't keeping, and all that stuff. So, um, I was I was late to the game, I, but I turned all engines on around like well, you know. Moving is not just the physical moving of things from one location to another. It is literally like there is a step by step process. There yeah. is the what's going to get packed. Right. Then there is all of the packing. Right. And then there is all of the purging. Right. And then once everything is packed. Then you move it. And the funny thing is, is like, even though you say you pack everything, you end up with a lot of like, I mean, how many bags of like Publix bags of stuff did you just carry upstairs? Oh, a lot. You know, instead of like put everything into a box or like how there comes a point in the packing process where you're like, just throw it in a box. Just throw it in the box. Just throw it in a box. Well, that was me. That was pretty much me. I, 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 around Wednesday or Thursday, I just said, okay, just here's boxes and I'm just going to, I mean, it's down the street. I'm just going to like pack everything. And yeah, we ended up, I mean, we got the movers, the movers moved all the big stuff. I ended up helping them. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I had to, I couldn't resist. 
and then uh, and then yeah a lot of a lot of stuff was carried a lot of i mean that i was complaining about not working out but it was you were right it's a wad all in itself like going up and down the stairs like 20 25 times 125,000 oh, yeah. uh, percent yeah. crossfit is like doing um common movements at an uncommonly good uh like way or like mm. common people doing uncommonly uncommon things there's a saying there yeah and i didn't really hit the bullseye on it but you get <laughs> somewhere my around there yeah, yeah I get but it. it's functional movement it is functional movement. and literally what you were doing yesterday was like picking things up off of the ground carrying mm. them you know over time walking up and down the stairs yep um and it's all that's all functional movement and not to mention that it's super hot so if you're not in miami it is obviously we're in november and it is still like 90 degrees outside during the day yeah and so a lot of in and out and it was it was crazy so um the and then you didn't hydrate and you didn't i didn't and and yeah, yeah yeah so and i was i was really hard on myself i was being really hard on myself and i caught myself i i've been more present and I'm so relieved about that because I said, you know, like on Friday, I was like, I have to go. To, I have to go to the wad. I have to go to the gym at 430. I want to be there at 430 and do the whole thing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and, and all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute. No, you've been so excited to move. Here you are. The moment's finally here. You're here with your wife. You're here. This the two of you. You're enjoying each other in this process. There's so much to do here. I was like, now it's time to enjoy this process and not be so hard on myself. And it's hard to find that balance because I don't want to be like too easy on myself. But I don't want to be too hard on myself either um, because then you end up... It's a razor thin edge. It really is because I could have gone to the gym and I would have landed there at the gym at 4.30 and all I could, all I would probably think about is wanting to be here. So, you know, I don't, I'm not here to like qualify, um, you know, wanting to do one thing over the other. Um, I selfishly would always choose... To do the fun thing over the work thing and moving is definitely like a work thing and as much as i like love david and i love our life together and i love all that stuff together i would 100 percent rather be like with my friends working out mm. than with my husband moving a house moving a house right exactly <laughs> and it has nothing to do with my love for him or how much no, i enjoy his time it. it's just that moving house like sucks fuck yeah yeah so i love i love this saying (laughs) i think you started saying that last episode i love that it sucks fucks it really does it's terrible it's not i don't but i don't like chores i don't like chores i don't like to-do lists i don't like the idea of my quote free time which is basically me not at my job being encumbered with quote work right you know? Yeah. So that's why yesterday when David, like, you know, I was running around town taking a bunch of selfies in Coral Gables <laughs> because so David wanted company. He, he's frustrated that our cell phone plans are so expensive. Okay. And so, you know, he got a tip that another, we have AT&T, mm-hmm. he finds it to be very expensive considering how long he's been a loyal customer. Right. So he was going to try to leverage that um, with another service provider. Uh, to get a better deal. So we went to Verizon and he, and you know, we, we ended up, we haven't changed anything yet because right. when push comes to shove, you know, it's, it ends up being more expensive and upfront to like move everything around. There's a bunch of fees involved. Correct. And blah, blah, yeah, blah, 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 absolutely. Blah. Always. They always get you like that. But he's like, will you come with me to Verizon so that we can change our <laughs> cell phone plan? And I'm like, all I can think of is like, you don't need me to do that. <laughs> 
like I could stay home. You, I, I'm, I support you mm-hmm. in that you want to find a better, a cheaper rate. So f- please, whatever you, whatever works for you is, I, you have my support. Right, right. If you think that whatever you think is best, right. And I was even in the car. I was like, you know, I don't really need to be here. <laughs> what? And I was like, did you just tell me to come so I can keep you company? He was like, yeah, yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. No, but I, you know, I might have questions. I'm like, like what? Like, <laughs> just you want to play us. That's the goal. Right. But I helped out a little bit. Yeah. How? Um, sometimes David gets lost in the details. So you kind of like guide. You kind of like I have put to the, just be like, yeah. Put it back on track. Yeah. You're good at that. Yeah, and you're, it, you, you, you're very I'm like much an, an interpreter. Aries. You're like an interpreter. Yes. I'm like an interpreter. I, and the funny thing is, is that I've been this like person for a lot of different, like in a lot of different places mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. The first time that this was a thing for me was when I was young and my mom and my sister would be having a conversation and I knew what each of them were saying, but they didn't know what they were saying. Right, so you had to be so the, I was the clarification like, what she point. Means is this, right. and my sis- and it was normally like my sister was saying something. And my mom would be like, my mom would take it and she would go left. And I'm like, no, she's saying this, this, and that. And my mom was like, huh? And then I was like, yes, that's what I'm saying. And then my mom would be like, da 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 da. My sister would go right, and I'm like, no, that's not what she's saying. This, this, and that. Right. And I would find a way for you to understand, right? That. And and let me tell you, that's so, that's so important because the one thing, like I always say, the one thing that's missing with everything with conflict or explaining is people don't take the time to clarify. They don't take the time to clarify their motives, their intentions, their points. So it's you know, it's so I'm sure David was very grateful to have you there to help clarify it's, whatever. Whether he was grateful or not, like yeah. I, I, it, it didn't really come up. But the funny thing is, is like we're, as we're running around town, I was like, listen, if I'm gonna be doing this with you, you're gonna take pictures of me taking ridiculous, you know, with this CrossFit Soul shirt, please. Around Go to George's Instagram to see <laughs> these pictures. Oh my God! Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Go that's ahead. it. No, that's it. Yeah. I was, and I was like, "You want me to go to AT and T? Fine. I'm taking the picture in front of the AT and T sign, and I'm just gonna pose ridiculous, and then I'm gonna do a ridiculous caption, and then I'm gonna submit it for this like intramural challenge that we have. Yes, the intramural challenge, which has been a little bit, a uh, little bit draining, to the <laughs> point. Well, obviously, I've been out of anything related to anything social. I've been completely out of it uh, this week. So for me, it was extra funny. Carlos, because you moved your house. Moved. You moved your entire family from one house to another. Yeah, that is a big deal. Oh yeah, and like you don't have a like new gig frivolous, too. You, you, the, your time is. Uh, you don't have it. Yeah. You, don't got, you literally yeah. don't have time for that. I don't. I literally don't have time for that. And I and I had to, ex, I had, that's, yeah, so I accepted that, which was a great thing. Yeah. It was a great triumph. It was, I was like, okay, yeah, I shouldn't be worried about that. But that's what made it more funny, though, because I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know that this was a challenge. I had no idea what was going on. I see a picture of George randomly in front of the AT&T store in the Gables on Instagram, and I start laughing, and I'm like, this is really funny. And then I scroll, and like two more post later I see you again and you're in front of Verizon and then I scroll and then I see you again somewhere else having iced coffee and then I scroll and I kept seeing you again and I start laughing just like that's like now I'm just laughing so hard I'm like what is going on why does it then you put a collage of all the pictures you took and I'm like I'm like I don't know why he's doing this but this is hilarious I spent like 90 total minutes you know Doing other things, but in the meantime, it was just like, oh, let me just take this ridiculous picture and, you know, 
and then you know put a ridiculous caption underneath it. So good. That was just so, so stream of consciousness. So it was absurd. Um, you know, it and was like great. The, the funny thing to me was is that a I it, at the beginning I was it was a kind of like let me just let me just get this done and but then as I started to like I leaned into the ridiculous the absurdity of it mm-hmm. um, and I was kind of enjoying it sure it's it was fun dude. funny and David at the beginning I feel like David the first two picks he was thinking are, are you kidding me right. and then by the end he kind of understood what was going on and right. then you know he was like what about there what about there right right he joined and in he was on the getting fun. in on the fun yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so yeah shout out to David for shout taking out all to those David. pictures yeah and for not jumping onto any decisions with your cell phone cell phone plan. Yeah, no, I didn't get a new phone, and we don't have a new phone plan. And um, there you go. There, there it is. There it is. There it is. So the let's go back because I wanted. You said that there's a razor thin line between. Okay, let's just dive in because I had told you about this topic earlier in the week. Yes, and it's something that I. It's, it's something thing that I have like found success in also, but it's hard to balance with the idea of like, you know, self love and self care and, um, presence and, and it's like balancing, um, the, uh, a level of discipline, mm-hmm. um, that is like truthfully necessary yes. to maximize any kind of goal or result a result that you want. You know, yeah. we say consistency is the goal. Um, and yet we find ourselves being getting uh, falling out of that a lot. Right. Um, it's almost like the wind blows mm-hmm. and it's, we're blown off track. Yes, absolutely. Um, and so, th- so, and the reason why this came up to me and I had this idea was because I was, um, I found an old file on a computer, on a hard drive uh-huh. called pictures. Okay. And in there were dozens of subfolders with like dozens on dozens of pictures of different evenings and different nights out that I had. Remember like, yeah, remember before we had smartphones, you would have a digital camera. Yeah. And you would take the digital camera sometimes out about and about with your friends and you would snap a bunch of pictures yep. and then you would upload them to a computer That's and then right. you would have fun with them and maybe you would email them to your friend or you had like a, a Shutterfly account and you shared pictures with your friends and, yeah. you know, and I remember that. And then you had MySpace and you created MySpace albums, and mm-hmm. but you didn't have like Instagram and you didn't have. Right. It wasn't as immediate. It wasn't as, as like as it was happening. Thank right. God. Right. Yeah. Thankfully. Thank God. Right, and thank God because I say that now because I'm looking back at these pictures and they're hor- like there's some oh, oh, oh yeah, some rough. I think you put did, is that some of the ones you posted for uh, Throwback Thursday Halloween? Yeah, some okay. of them were I found that I found some Halloweens from like you know 2007, 2008. Okay, yeah, right. I found some like terribly politically inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Costumes <laughs> that I couldn't would not even I'm not even gonna they could literally violate the terms and conditions of Instagram <laughs> if I posted it. And having posted so much on their shit yesterday, I feel like I'm shadow banned today. <laughs> I didn't know shadow ban was a thing, by the way. But we can we can go back Whatever. to that. Like yeah. Google it. Google. I'm gonna Google it. I'm, yeah. Um. 
there was also pictures of me from like 2011, which was a year after I started CrossFit. Okay. And I had been very disciplined um, on CrossFit, on only CrossFit classes. And my diet went from being eating whatever I wanted, however I wanted, to being a very restrictive diet of just proteins um, and veggies and mm. fat. No... No, no sugar, mm. no processed carbs. Like I didn't eat bread for like a whole year, basically. Really? Wow. I didn't eat any chips, any pizza, any nothing. No sugar, no nothing. Zip, zero, nada. Wow. And I, a video came up of, remember when flash mobs were a big deal? Yeah. So my friend Monica and I um, had it in our head that we were going to produce a flash mob in conjunction with either Valentine's Day or like a, a coming out day, or it was basically going to be a love themed flash mob. Okay, and we were calling it Love Mob 2011. Nice. And so we had a master cut of a bunch of different songs that were like love themes. Uh-huh. Um, so it was like All You Need Is Love, and then there was um, a Justin Timberlake My Love mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that song, and then there was uh, That's the Way Love Goes by Janet Jackson. Please tell me you did it. And then there was like a, the love waltz. No, then there was Unchained Melody was the end. Okay, okay. Yeah, that, was nice. the, that was the last song. And we, I, I was, we choreographed it. We had a whole routine to it. You were ready. And we, we had, and then, the, and then, you know, yada, yada, yada. The shit never happened. Right. Um, but I found the video. Okay. And in the video, I am like thin. Thin. Thin, Carlos. Really? I am Thin, man. Like I'm in a, I feel like I'm in a medium shirt, and there's a lot of room. I want to see this picture. There. It is not. A, it's a video. Oh, it's a video. It's, I mean, I'm thin. sorry. The video. It's in. There's no. I mean, I, I'm not as strong as I am now, obviously, um, and my body has changed because of the type of exercise that I've done is differently. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I remember being that thin. I remember thinking like this. I feeling great, mm-hmm. and w- looking at that, and then that was eight years ago. Looking at that, it fucked me up. It fucked you up. It fucked me up. It messed, messed, it messed me up for YouTube purposes. That's right. It messed me up because that's kind of what I want now. I want mm. to be leaner. I want to be thinner. And there is me there. Right. And I remember him. And I remember how he was doing CrossFit the way I'm doing CrossFit now. He was taking classes. But he was eating very differently. Hmm. He was eating very, very, very different. There was a lot of things that are very different when I started to like take into consideration where I was then versus where I was now um, and what is healthy versus not healthy. Right. Um, I've come to know and learn a lot more now um, about like my my insights, like, yeah, you know, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, my sure. mindset, um, the anger issues that were causing me to use and abuse drugs and alcohol as much as I was doing it back. I mean, even then, I mean, I was still in the mid, I was not dealing with any demons. I was just fixing the outside. Right. So the outside was great, which is why people think, well, Oh, George is doing great. Cause yeah. look at how great he looks. Look his great. job is good. He's got a new place. Everything is fine. Meanwhile, on the inside, it's like, just do not sober up. Cause the moment you do, the feelings are going to come up and you don't know how to deal with him. So better to just smoke this J or drink this drink and turn that off. Right. Um, and so on a, I was able, like, when I worked through all of those feelings, right? I worked through the feelings of me looking at myself now, feeling big, heavy, slow, strong, seeing that guy who was light, quick, 
I mean, as quick as I could be. Right. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> as, quick as, as quick as I could be. Right. I mean, I was probably weighing like two. I want to say I was weighing two between two fifteen and two twenty. Okay. In that picture, and right you're, now you're two fifteen, two twenty is like my two hundred, and yeah, I'm so two fifty right now. Okay. So you know, thirty to four, thirty-five, forty pounds lighter. Right. Than now. Okay. Um, and yeah, it definitely got me feeling the kind of way. What kind of way though? Like what? Like is it I'm that? a little too um, that I become much too permissive mm. with um, with my nutritional intake, right? Uh, with the foods that I eat, um, and then punishing myself for doing things that I I know that I quote shouldn't be doing in order to get what I want, which is quote that right. body back, right? Okay, which. That's the feeling that I had. It's like, God, George, if you just didn't, you know, what did I do the day after after Halloween? You know, we bought. I bought way too much candy, which, honestly, I should not have bought. Mm. I, we we had one set of trick or treaters, and we ignored them because David and I were f- having sex. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was very strange because our bedroom faces the door outside, <laughs> and yes, the windows were closed and the draw the the blinds were drawn. But you know, you know, the sounds of like children knocking at your door while your husband's knocking into you is just it really interrupts the flow of things. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, it kind of kills the vibe so, a little. So, uh, yeah. Um, and then instead of just you know, normally, I would tell David take all the candy to his clinic and let his people enjoy it. Right. He wasn't going to the clinic, so he's like, okay, you take it this year to your office. But there was no one there, and I didn't put the candy outside. I put the candy in my fridge. Oh, no. Yeah, I was... (laughs) (laughs) You know, people who have had substance abuse issues transfer that behavior. I don't think that behavior ever goes anywhere. I agree with you. I think that behavior just transfers because it is a personality. It's a part of your personality, your ego, your makeup, that mindset, that thinking um, where instead of hoarding or abusing or, you know, instead of using, you know, some sort of mind altering substance like alcohol, like drugs, um, you transfer that somewhere else. Either like you become obsessive about your fitness or you become obsessive about religion or you become obsessive about food or something, you know, it just... The human mind, the the human ego usually needs something like identify and 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 be part of and focus on, and that's uh yeah, and that's it's 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 rough, it's rough because even you know I've uh, you know obviously I'm very relieved. I, I don't want to say happy, and I don't want to say like because I don't want to make anyone feel bad, mm-hmm. right? Or but but I am relieved that I didn't have an an alcohol issue that I was able to stop from one day to the next. And, and yeah, that is my case. And I'm very grateful for that, but it doesn't mean. And, and now the more days that go by, the more I realize that, it, it, yeah, maybe I didn't have an alcohol abuse issue, but the reasons I drank as much as I did is a whole set of issues within itself. Sure. And, and so that, you know, transfers into, you know, where do I, where do I point that energy? I point that energy heavily into my CrossFit community, my CrossFit family. I, I point it, you know, very, uh, very strongly on my nutrition. And uh, but then also the 
the, my, my nutritional downfalls when I, when I mess up or when I stop tracking, it's, it feels, I, I can almost feel the same feelings I had when something was wrong and I wanted a beer. Yeah. So now it's like I have the same feelings, same issues. So obviously there's things I haven't processed. Yeah. And and that triggers me to, you know what, I'll just have that candy bar or I'll just have that ice cream bar, you know, and and it's crazy. It's crazy because, you know, my point is, is that everyone's got that thing and they need to point that energy somewhere. I, I, a couple of things that I I thoughts that I had that um, got me thinking like, oh, why was it, so, why do you feel like it was so, George, why, the question I had was like, why do you think it was so easy for you eight years ago to like be so disciplined with your nutrition and with your fitness? Um, and the answer, the only answer that I could really come up to is like, well, it was easy for, to, the only person that I had to take care of and rely on and do things for was me. Like I was, it, I was selfish and it was great because if I didn't want to do something, no one would get upset about it because it was just me. Yeah, it was just you. You know, I'm not just me anymore. Right. Right. You know, I'm part of a unit. I'm part of a unit. Um, and the unit has dependents. Yeah. And I can't just clock out. No. There's no clocking out. The, you know, and because there's people who you love and, you know, adore. Um, and they rely on you to be part of that unit because they're in it too. Because they love and adore you too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I still get frustrated when I can't be selfish. Right. Um, and so I definitely find myself turning to food. Yeah. When those frustrating th- things happen. Sure. You know, when I can't, you know, do whatever I want, however I want, whenever I want it. You know, I am I, maybe. Is it an Aries thing that we're so selfish? Like we're selfishly inclined or is that just a me thing? I no, mean, no. I, 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 I attribute it to the Aries thing. Okay. True. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I'm not an astrology person and I hate to fall back on that as like an excuse. No, but no. But there's like a, a person. I feel like you and I definitely sometimes like vibe on like very similar personality traits. Yes, absolutely. We do. And it's like we want to be in charge. We want to be in control. We don't want to be told no. But we also reserve the right to always say no <laughs> and don't question us and i hate when i stub my toe and oh yeah nuisances can become like atomic oh yeah absolutely and yet atomic problems are super chill dude it's crazy you, you described me it's you just so described me like i will the 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 ta- the mundane tasks of my life are so much more annoyingly hard to get through sometimes than life crisis. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's been times where I've, I've, you know, I'm, I've, I show or demonstrate anxiety or frustration or irritability over the slightest everyday thing. And it's, con- and the, the annoying thing is that it's consistent because again, it's these mundane daily things. So yeah. they're constantly happening. So I'll drop my keys and I'll get frustrated and you know, like I'll hit my elbow somewhere and, and it's like, Oh, you know, and especially like when you're a bigger guy, it, it's hard for smaller people to understand that you need need more space right so so like it so sometimes you're like always like i'll hit myself I'll, I'll hit my knee against the bed right and these are like things that frustrate me but then if there's a fire 
I'm like, okay, guys, relax. relax. Uh, the, we, we, you know, let's just, we got this. let's do what we got to do. Yeah. Let's, let's exit. Let's do it. You know, like if there's an accident, I've witnessed accidents. I've witnessed like people injure themselves. I've, well, I mean, I mean, I've witnessed crisis. Obviously I'm a yeah. therapist. So in those when I've had to Baker act somebody, you know, deep breath, I'm okay, uh, you know, but yet, yeah, it's just what you're describing, man. You and I, yeah. we definitely jive on on that. I yes, I said like jive. I can get more upset about the, the, the me having to refill my pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> than you know, dealing with like a family member who's been diagnosed with cancer, right. or when you're filling, you're, you're filling your pills and one of the pills falls on the floor under oh. the sink. Under, oh no, yeah, I'm like it's gone forever. Yeah, fuck that. I'm not dealing with no, it. but it can't because we have dogs and the dogs will eat the pills and then the dogs and I'm sick and oh. that's my yeah. <laughs> and then you get mad at the dog for no, the dog's not even there. I know. <laughs> so permissive. So, so the, uh, here's the thing, and so like. Today, um, there's things that I like. I want now, um, and people who know me and, and listen to this will. This is your moment. This is your moment to say, "Wow, George, here you go again okay. on a whole new thing that you want to do." Because here's a little sidetrack. I have been kind of a fickle pickle when it comes to, you know, like what my fitness journey has been in the last okay. three years. You and know? that's okay. I was crossfitting and then I hurt my shoulder. So then I did powerlifting and then I got bored. So I did a triathlon and then I did that. But then I was like, okay, I want to do weightlifting. So then I did that. But then that got boring and I felt fat. So I started doing classes again and that has been great. And now we're doing the open and I feel like I'm not as fit as I have been in the past. So I signed up for the gauntlet because we did it last year. But also this is a really good way of getting me to like dial in my nutrition and my training. Mm-hmm. So maybe I should do team soul training now to train for the gauntlet. Oh my gosh. And David started laughing so hard. At yeah. me and he was like, I'm like, what's so funny? He's like, you're funny. You funny. Babe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, you funny, babe. <laughs> Buff, but no, he calls me Buff. Buff, you're so funny, Buff. I can hear him say I'm that. I'm like, and I've and I kind of have an idea of what he's saying, but you know, say it. Right. Yeah, because I like, saw you post that you're selling your spot for the MIA yeah, classic. Yeah, I, I saw my spot, and 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 I I chose not to comment. I chose not to comment. I was like, you I know what? Let him. The, I po- let him do his thing. You know what I? You know what I thought? If there's somebody, I asked Lewis, do you? Is there an athlete? that needs the MIA Classic as a qualifier for like a national level meet. Because now, in order to qualify for nationals, you have to go to a USAW sanctioned meet. Right, which and MIA that, Classic is one which of Which MIA Classic is one, and there's there's not that very, there's not many USAW sanctioned meets in Miami, much less mm-hmm. South Florida, I mean in South Florida, much less Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if you are a weightlifter and you follow the Team Soul Barbell Club programming or another, you know, barbell programming, Um, and you have like, you want to qualify for American open or you want to qualify for, you know, university nationals or anything. This is a really great need to do that at, especially this year because it's like at our home gym. So there's a little less like on stage pressure. Yeah. Um, so there's people out there who want to use this and for whatever reason, didn't sign up and get a spot and are on a kind of waiting list. Right. I don't really want to take that away from them. Right. Okay. Um, and especially since I didn't really, wasn't really feeling like I wanted to do this anyways. Mm-hmm. So this was like me, like if there's really someone who wants it, I'm going to give it to them. If no one wants it, 
and I can't sell it, I'll show up the day of and, and we'll go because mm. that's I've already made that commitment. But if someone really, really wants it, they can have it. And turned out there was. So I did. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Good, 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 good. But so yeah. you made that decision. Yeah. And it was quiet. It was like I posted it. Someone reached out to me and I took the post right down and I haven't made a big deal about it or nothing. Hmm. Okay. But see, you know, I don't see anything wrong with everything you've described because I do believe that the fitness journey needs variation. Even though CrossFit itself is constantly varied. Yeah. It's still under the umbrella of CrossFit, right? So, you know, I, sometimes it's good to be like, I'm going to focus on a triathlon or I'm going to focus on weightlifting. I mean, I think those changes are sometimes necessary. Like, I've been doing the CrossFit thing now in December. will be four years yeah. of only classes, all right? And we've gone over this already. I'm not going to, you know, go over it again. But obviously, for me, it's the community component and stuff like that. Um, and that's what's kept me going, really. And... And, but I, I don't see anything, you know, like there was a time where I was implementing yoga. There was a time where I was like, you know what? Like a lot of what we do is contract. We contract our, our muscle groups, contract. We don't elongate our muscles. So um, Nikki from Red Cheetah Yoga was uh, for a time doing 6 a.m. yoga classes at Seoul on yeah. Thursdays. And when I was going to those, I was going to those pretty consistently for like two months it was amazing. The way I felt, I felt leaner. And it wasn't that I was leaner. It's that my, my muscles were not contracted. They were elongated. Okay. So you feel more, I don't know. Relaxed. Relaxed, loose, loose and more just like slim, you know. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's amazing. And then I stopped doing that. And, and I regret it. And now I'm going to get back to it again. And now that I'm living back in the Gables, there's a... A yoga studio I'd love going to that I'm probably gonna you know start going to again and and just doing that but I, I don't see anything wrong with that with, what? I, with no with not with what you were saying about being the fickle pickle when it comes to your fitness I think it's fine well I guess the criticism that I've received is um, from people that are in those communities that I talk to and I say things like, oh, I want to be good at this. And they're like, well, you need to stick with it in order to be good at it. But I've also been my, you know, my, my point of reference for success in a lot of these activities have been accomplishment. Like mm -hmm. I ran a triathlon check, right? It's not that I want to be on the podium of a sprint triathlon, no, it's that you got it done. Is that you could, and I ran it to see how I, I wanted to, cause I wanted to do it. Cause I wanted to just kind of like, I, and I wanted to be, I wanted to say, I've done a try. I've done a sprint triathlon or everyone who's run a sprint triathlon stand up. I want to stand up in there that room. Go. Right. I wanted to raise my hand. My mom had done it. I think my dad had, I don't know if my dad has done it. Yeah. My, my parents had done it. And so they did it, I think like in their fifties or something, or maybe in their late forties. And so I thought, I always had that in the back of my head, like, you know, that's something that I feel like I should try at least once. Sure. So I did, and it was way harder than I expected. Yeah, but you got it but done. But I got it done, and that was that. Right. That was that. And then the Olympic lifting thing was when I saw what was being, like, demanded mm -hmm. of my age group and my weight class and knowing what I was capable of, to me, it was like, well, this is a really great opportunity to be successful at something. Right. And the goal was originally to qualify for an international meet. 
and just go. Right. And the fact that I did that and was able to play second in the country and third in Pan Am's was like, talk about icing on the cake. Yeah. I mean, fantastic. I think that's a, I think that's great. And then it's like, okay, now do it again and again and again so that you can just lift heavier and heavier and heavier. And maybe one day you'll be, I don't know. Yeah. First place. That doesn't sound to me. That doesn't sound enticing at all. Like I would, you know, that's because now, you know, because then you, then you think about the 215 pound you. And then you, then all of a sudden, none of that aligns anymore because 215 pound you is not going to be go, continuing with that correct success, right? You're not, you're that, you know, you're so it's it becomes this question of, and I deal with it too, and I think a lot of people do, you know, deal with it too, is what is it that you want? Yeah. And sometimes there are days where I want to stay at this weight. And I just want to change my body composition. And mm-hmm. there are days I walk around and I'm like, dude, I really love being a bigger guy. You know, I love like, walk, you know, walking into places and like, you know, it's kind of almost like you demand a certain level of respect sometimes, you know, and that's just the, the ego talking because it's probably not true. But but, you know, you feel stronger, you know, you feel like, yeah, like like when you help um, George help me. um move this piano in my house after the last episode <laughs> but like knowing that you can lift that you yeah. know knowing that you can like yeah i got that it's okay i'm strong enough right um and then and, and then there are days i feel like and then there are other days where i'm like I, again i'll see pictures of me like there's a picture behind you there and i was probably like 200 pounds in that picture and i remember i don't think you could see it actually from is it on this yeah 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 chair? yeah okay. um so you know i i i look you know i look at that picture and i'm and i'm like man Okay, I also felt really good at that weight too. And then now I don't know what I want. Which 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 version of you look better naked? This one, the okay. one I'm in now. I believe it. The one I'm in now, for sure. And that was it that looks picture. Better in clothes. Yeah, that picture was taken uh, 2 months before I started at CrossFit Soul. And um and yeah, I was skinny fat. Mm-hmm. Right. And now with this nutrition plan I'm on now, like the way my body's changing is I'm really, really happy with it. But again, it goes back to what like. So what do you what do you well, want? I mean, listen, the, the, the discipline thing was me remembering how disciplined I was with my nutrition and okay. how easy I found it to be to be super disciplined because all I had to do was eat a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. Like earlier this year, I worked with Dan Martin and on his Dan plan. Yeah. Um, and it was, it remind, and it was reminding me of what my nutrition was like in 2011, which was very little to no refined sugar, very to little, no refined carbohydrates, tons and tons and tons of veggies. Um, and back then I would have like, I didn't, I, we didn't weigh and measure anything when I was doing it. I mean, people did, but I was not weighing and measuring my food and I was eating like an avocado a day. And if I wanted to have nuts, I would have nuts. So it wasn't tracking. So my body composition wasn't great, but I was thin, you know, like Mm. I had a 32 inch waist. I was weighing 220 pounds. Like I was thin for my body. I mean, especially now. Right. Um, and my fitness level and I measure my fitness level by my aerobic capacity. So my ability to do like running and like you know all of those like body weight kind of movements that we do in crossfit like burpees and air squats and push-ups and um all that stuff was easier it was yeah sure was easier for me i was running faster i was um moving quicker box jumps were easier 
Um, I was also like, you know, it was eight years ago, so I was 32 and not 40. That's another factor. Uh, my training age, I, to, I take into a fact that, you know, the longer you do, or you do train, your body takes takes these hits. Sure. Absolutely. Um, and so recovery becomes more important. And anyhow, all that being said is that, yes, I was very disciplined in that area of my life. I wasn't as disciplined in a bunch of other areas of my life. Right. And so when you look at looking back on it now with, you know, I, now that I am a man of a certain age <laughs> with the experience Preach. that I have. Preach. Uh, you know, I don't want to be 32 years old anymore. I don't want to go back to that headspace no, anymore. No, no, no. Me either. Um, but there was something that 32 year old had that this 40 year old doesn't have. Okay. And it was the discipline to understand that you need to eat a certain way to look a certain way. Mm. And if you don't, then you're not going to get there. And you can tell yourself, you know, learning about, you know, how to track macros and flexible dieting has instilled like certain kind of freedoms that the other type of dieting doesn't allow for. Um, But I wonder if um, I'm still not like good enough to be able to afford being flexible. Mm hmm. In order to maintain uh, the discipline that I need. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I guess I know better now. So when you know better, you should do better. But I'm not. You know, like I ate a shit. Like, listen, going back to the the whole thing. Like, I took all the candy to my office. Mm -hmm. And instead of getting rid of it like I should have, I put it in my refrigerator. And I hid it. And then I put what I did was I have like a candy bowl on a on a table outside mm-hmm. and I took all the candy that I don't like and put it in the candy bowl and I kept all the candy that I do like inside of my personal refrigerator stash only for me to have. And when people asked me if I had other candy, I told them no, like a fucking crack addict. And it's like I remember this is what I was this is what it, this I would like it's that hiding behavior like you do things, you know, I would close the door to my office and like slam you know, five crunch bars and five Twix bars and, I mean, minis. Yeah. M- not full size. Right, right, of course. Jeez. Um, yeah, 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 but, <laughs> you know, but, like, I could, I was doing real, di- I, so yeah. much so that I like, didn't even eat my real lunch. I was just yeah. eating, I ate candy the whole day. Well, also, there's, like, a scientific part to that where this food is non-satiating, right? So, like, you eat and it really, the chemicals in, in what you're eating take over and, and, and it doesn't fill you up and you want more, it, it, you know? So, there, there's also that component where, again, this is the, the fine line because I could use that as a way a method to not be hard on myself, right? I can use that as an excuse, all right? And then the discipline part would be like, okay, wait a minute. I know that this is not satiating food. I know that I can have 10 of those mini Snickers and I'll feel just as hungry as I did when I had the first one. And, and you know, I need to, I need to fucking stop, right? Um, so there, th- those are the two, but the two mindsets. Well, no, you, you weren't and stopping. what's even more, what's even funnier, funnier, uh, uh, I don't know about funny, but it was, if I eat too much sugar, I inevitably crash and my mood sours. Mm. So what I was doing is I was like drinking, I had like a, I had taken like a shaker bottle. So I was filling that shaker, which is 24 ounces and I would fill it up with water and then I would slam it into, I would eat like all this candy and then just slam water. Mm. And then the water like flush the sugar out faster 
so I wasn't like getting the lows. I was like, I like it's like a drug. You were, you were it was addict. a drug. But that's but that's what it's, it's like. I would drink that it's way. Like, Reminded me of what, like when I would like do too much coke, so then I would drink like right. a, some sort of like tequila shot or something to like level me out. I was literally doing that. You with were that cycle, water but with candy. and candy. Yeah. Yeah, but, that, but that's believable, though. I mean, that's that's. I mean, the chemicals. Like again, there's a huge scientific component. So there's a lot of there's a lot of angles where it's number one. You decide what you want, which is you know already difficult, and then and then and then balancing out that journey of of discipline between being permissive. Because for example, I know that for Lauren and I, one of the things we love sharing is going and eating good food, like mm-hmm. going out and eating good food. And that is something that I really enjoy doing with her. And it's something that her and I get excited about. And it's like, okay, maybe I'm being permissive, but then at the same time I'm feeding into, I'm feeding, I'm nurturing my marriage because this is something her and I enjoy. And remember I stopped drinking. So that's something we don't do together anymore. Yeah. Okay. So, so now what's left is the food part is what we have that commonality with you know and so there's again like i'm like okay i'm being permissive and i because the discipline thing holds true i think the discipline thing is and and where we struggle like where what you were describing with your fitness I've struggled with my career, like with my career, I've wanted to do it all. I got, I, when I got divorced in 2009 or 2010, um, I remember feeling like I was like trapped. I remember feeling like not trapped for the marriage, but trapped career wise. Like I was just like, I needed to work just so I can support the family and, and nobody cared. Nobody cared if I was happy doing what I was doing. The paychecks needed to come in period. Yeah. Right. And, um, and, and when I got divorced, I was in the middle of my master's degree and I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to do it all. When I graduated, I researched all the different things that somebody who has knowledge of human behavior that mm-hmm. they can do for a living. And I got super pumped and I put my hands in like all these different baskets and I was like, yeah, motivational speaking, consultant, uh, therapist, right? Um, I wanted, I, I like, I wanted to, you know, have a website blog, uh, you know, YouTube channel. Like I wanted to like do all these things. And, and, and well, the one thing that panned out was the motivational speaking and the therapy because those are like, they're easier to manage and go hand in hand. But then all of a sudden you start looking around and be like, why didn't this take off? And why didn't that take off? Because people and you start looking around the people who are successful is that they focus on one sometimes two but for the most part one thing a hundred percent every day and that's the one thing they focused on so the 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 champion weightlifters that is their discipline is yeah. just ah, that's all my focus all of the time i'm not interested in anything else you know the crossfitter same thing and then in you know in in my career people who have a well i i just got licensed last year so i just now can go into private practice but a lot of people a lot of my uh contemporaries who have successful private practices they have it because they have they what's the word um emerged is that or no wait no I don't know. I forgot the word, but they just made it all about one thing and were super disciplined on that one thing. Yeah. Right. So, so that's, well, that's uh, I mean, it, it likens to, they were consistent, consistent. They just kept showing up and they did the same thing over and over but again. What drives that consistency? Because I get bored easily. 
And that's the thing. Like, I can't, you know, it's so incredible. That to me is incredible. Like, but then at the same time, I go, wait a minute. I go, Carlos, stop for a second. You've been consistently crossfitting for at least four days a week for almost four years. Yeah. So you can't sit there and say that you're incapable of focusing on one thing and being disciplined on one thing. Um, so it's about now becoming present and acknowledging where you need to repeat that in other areas of your life. Yeah, because the person who does not do any kind of fitness would look at you and say, I can't believe that you have been working out doing CrossFit for four years. That's so crazy to me. Fucking crazy, yeah. That's so crazy to me. It is crazy. Like, I can't even, like, make it to the gym and run on a treadmill for 30 minutes. You are going to this class and you're doing CrossFit, you know, because CrossFit's so hard. And I, 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 I get it. I get that part. And um, maybe I just make things more difficult for myself than they need to be. But it's like if you can master the hard stuff, then the easy stuff should be easy as well. Yeah. And so if you train hard, then you'll get there faster. Well, see, but then, like, then it's why we use the. It's like we have two pieces of equipment that are very that resemble each other, um, in their, you know, in their um, function, stimulus, and so. function on the body, right? So you have the air assault bike, mm-hmm. and you have the Rogue Echo bike, right? And they're both, uh, uh, like these, they're both like single gear bicycles, stationary bicycles that you pedal with your arms and your legs. You know, right. it's like an Airdyne or Schwinn, you see like an Airdyne, and, and it's like a, it's a cardio machine and sure. it counts calories and a bunch of whatever. So yeah. we usually use it to bike for calories. But everyone knows that the Air Assault bike is a lot easier than the Rogue Echo bike. Mm-hmm. And so whenever we have a class, those of us who are big and strong and move the, the bikes faster, we train on the Echo bike. Yeah. Because it is the harder piece of equipment. Yep. Um, and that's it. Right. In the beginning, it was sucked because we knew how much easier the assault bike was. But now we get on the Echo bike and we're like, well, it is what it is. It is what it is. And we... We've all we've all gotten used to it, and I think now if we ever go into like, let's say they use the they bring out the Echo bikes at Waterpalooza. They had it last year at Gauntlet. They, they had, had the Echo a, bikes. It wasn't the it was the Echo. It, it was the Echo bikes. It wasn't the it aerosol. wasn't the aerosol. So bikes. let's say they bring out the Echo bikes. Mm. We're ready because we've used them. Right. Somebody who's only trained on a salt bike is going to get on the Echo bike and think, why in the world is this thing not moving? Right. <laughs> Because that's truly what it feels like. You know, um, it truly I also, feels like another that. thing um, is the using a taped bar with hand grips. Mm-hmm. It is fabulous. It is. Because you have lots of um, extra support and and adhesion. Uh, you're sticking to the bar easier without taxing your forearm grip. Um, so it makes things like butterfly pull-ups and chest bar pull-ups and bar muscle-ups way easier. Right. Um, and right now there's one bar on our rig that's like that. And I can, there's a part of me that's like, all I want to do is get onto that bar. 
you know, but it don't used do to it. be that make you, it harder they, on they yourself. Made, CrossFit has created a standard that says you are not allowed to use grips and tape. You either can use the tape part or you can use grips. You cannot do both. You can't do both. Right. Uh, and so there's a part of me that's like, oh, but it's so much easier. But easier. And then I don't, I don't do it. And then like in the gym, is it considered to be fine? Yeah, it's considered to be fine. But I just don't. You know, that's why. Something that I'm really bad at right now is all this all this aerobic stuff and why I've you know I've I like I subscribe to a running program and once a week I'm doing these runs um, and putting them on this like app with this coach out in California um, with the hopes that I will eventually just get better at running. Okay, and then so translate. Into but let's the, get into that. Let's get into why, why, why. What is because it that I'm not you good want? At it. No, no, no. But I'm what? At, like, what's the end goal? What do you vision? What do you when you the moment? And I'm I'm asking you this, and I'm projecting a hundred percent because I'm also asking myself this question because I deal with this a lot too. Yeah, is what is it that's going on with you? In that moment where you pressed subscribe now or pay now, what what is this running program going to do for you? Now, your answer is it'll make me a better runner. Okay, yes, that's what the program is offering. That's the trade-off. You pay, you pay a fee, whatever, and then they give you a program that will help you do that. But the behavior right before that, what made you search for that? What What is it the in the big picture, in the five, ten years from now, what is it that's going through you, through your mind, that, that makes you want to make this part of your routine, a part of your life right now? So I want to live to be 150 years old. Right. <laughs> I should have known the. I should have known that that was going to be the answer. I should know but better. In order to do that, you have to be able to like move your body through space. Okay. And you have to do it efficiently and well. Also, in case of the zombie apocalypse, the people who run slow are going to get eaten first. Fact. This is fact. You know. Yeah. Um, I just saw Zombieland for the first time, and you know. Is that the day you subscribed to the running program? I was like a, within a week. <laughs> And you see all the fatties getting eaten by or running out of breath, you know, because they run and the zombies, are the the undead, they have incredible metabolic capacity because they no longer have a metabolism. Correct. They're just fueled by like this, I don't know, insatiable desire to eat you. I love this turn. I love that we took this turn. Your answer is zombie apocalypse. Oh, my God. Also, (laughs) it is... I have Sorry. been the best CrossFitter when I was my best at running. And okay. Moments in my having done this now for it's going to be ten years in March of next year. Having literally done this now for ten years, ten years of experience in this space, and when I have been at my best is when running was my easiest. Um, it was not that I was like going to. I, the first time I actually started a running program was when they introduced it at our, at our gym yeah. um, through the training program. And I literally could see the impact that that program had on my like aerobic capacity in workouts in the gym. Mm-hmm. And so I like how that feels. Sure. I remember how that fe- felt. And so I want to get back to that. It is like, it's the same way of the, the, I liken that too. I remember what it was like to eat a super strict diet. Mm. And in the beginning, it was really hard to eat like, you know, roasted broccoli with, you know, salt and pepper and a little bit of olive oil and 
you know, a pan-seared salmon with a little splash of lime and cilantro. Um, because I really wanted to have, like, you know, pasta carbonara. Right, right. Don't blame you. But inevitably, I got to looking way better. Mm-hmm. And, like, all of my clothes started to fit way better. And right. I started to f- like the way that was. So okay. I kept, enjo- I kept, I shifted my focus from, wow, I can't eat pasta carbonara to if I eat salmon and veggies, which I'm talking about, I, you know, if I eat lean proteins and yeah. lots and lots and lots of veggies, then I also have all of this freedom to enjoy so many other things, like cute clothes, tiny bathing suits, the attention of, of, people mm. compliments um good skin there you uh, go great sleep and that so, was gonna be my next i was that's i'm glad you're answering these like in that way because that's where i was gonna go and so that's I, have the a, I have a key that question I, that's the saying that i sent you which i can't remember it what it was do you have it by any chance uh, i think i could get it probably it's something like uh there, through discipline you find freedom or great discipline begets great freedom or in order to find freedom you need to be the, something like that and it was and i know that to be true first of all i'm sure that was like a facebook status update of mine in 2011 or 2012 discipline is the key to freedom okay that so like the more disciplined you are in the choices that you make the more free you are to from from the feelings of like of ugh and meh and why mm-hmm. did I do that and like the you know the guilty feelings that you feel when you eat like bad or the sugar withdrawals that you get when you like consume you know yeah. twelve handfuls of Butterfingers the day after <laughs> things of Christmas um, and it's not that food is a source of anxiety for me or that if I when I eat bad I immediately feel bad in my brain like why have I done this. It is like sometimes there's a physical effect of the food that I eat. Like mm-hmm. I can eat too much sometimes and make myself sick because mm-hmm. so like last night we ordered Red Koi, which is this delicious Japanese Thai restaurant. I love that place. And we hadn't had we hadn't ordered from there in a really long time. I, I mean, it has been probably like a good five to ten years mm-hmm. since I've been there. And my memory of it sir, was like, oh, that's really good. So we ordered the, f- the, f- I did not want pizza. Mm-hmm. So Dave was like, what do you want? I'm like, not pizza. Right. That's one thing. I, yeah. I don't want pizza. I don't want pizza. I was like, I'd like something, you know, that is like yummy and fresh and, you know, alive. Mm-hmm. And so he, we're like, we go on to the, the Uber Eats and it's mm-hmm. like, these are the places that have free delivery if you order the next da 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 And Red Quay was one of them. And I said, you know what? Sure. I'll have papaya salad with sashimi, a tong kong kong soup, mm-hmm. and, um, and then chicken pad thai. Yes. <laughs> Which is worse than pizza. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> It really isn't. Okay, okay. I don't know. Especially when you don't eat the whole thing. Okay. So I, I had the Tom Kong Kong soup first. <laughs> it's Tom Ka, no, Tom Yum Goon. It's okay. not the one with coconut milk. It's like just like a lemongrass broth with some mushrooms and some lemongrass. Did I say that already? Yeah. And shrimp. It's super like spicy but sweet. It's really good. And then I had the papaya salad, green papaya salad, uh-huh. which is like shredded papaya with like tomato, cashew, um, probably some sort of like oil and some sort of vinegar for the dressing. Um, 
and then sashimi. So Sounds I feel like amazing. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Maybe it's a little high in sugar content because maybe the dressing or whatever. But like honestly, like from an inflammation standpoint, I felt not too terrible. It's and it's not pizza, you know, like right. whatever. And then I was like, oh, chicken pad thai. So when I got to the chicken pad thai, I started eating it and I felt myself filling up, and I was not even halfway done, but I started to like, yeah, we're full. We've we've over ordered, right? And we're full, and. David was like wrapping up because he had ordered like, I don't know, like a bunch of sushi rolls and stuff like that. And so he was like, oh, I'm too full. I ordered way too much. And as he starts to put things away, I was like, put the pad thai away, George. Save the pad thai for another day. You don't have to eat it right now. You don't have to eat it right now. Because if you do, even though you, I mean, I really, I really wanted to. Yeah. I was full and I still wanted to keep eating because it was so good. It's so good. Yeah. It's tasty. It's and it's very flavorful. I mean, it's amazing. But I love you know that. what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, but that feel you know what it is? So oh, like yeah. when you're full and you want to keep eating Eating anyway. Because it's so good. Absolutely. And you will make yourself like sick. Yeah. And then you'll be like, Oh, why did I eat so much? Which yeah. is the terror is a terrible feeling. And this was last night? It was last night. This was last night. So Man. we saved it. We didn't. We didn't eat it at all. Good, good, at the good, moment good. I, I didn't even I just like pushed it away. And it was like literally like me telling my ego like stop. little boy little boy stop little boy yeah you're not present in this meal anymore stop your your presence in this meal you have left the building now we you're just on it. automatic we, yeah. pilot you're just you're just consume put, consume, you consume consume exactly and and that's what, always going to be a struggle feeding? and what do you yeah exactly because you're is, not hungry well I mean I have a theory on this that we've talked about oh many episodes ago but I mean I I I I think that. Um, you know, there are certain cultures where you're just raised in a in a scarcity mindset. You know, you, you don't it's up your subconscious. It's such a strong part of your subconscious where your subconscious is telling you this might be your last meal. This oh, might be your last meal. I can tell meal. you that it's definitely not yeah, that. For it's me. not that. No, for because my parents never told me to clean my plate. Okay. They never told me that I had to eat everything. They they would always tell me, no, you can't have seconds. Okay. Okay. Well, then good. Then I'm glad that that's not the case for you. I know that that's been the case for me where I'm I'm like, am I going to be able to get this again? And it's like been really, I have to be really present when I eat. And I have to be like, okay, come on. That's ridiculous. You spent, you know, X amount of dollars on this. You have a career, you know, you'll be fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like I have to like talk myself through it to, to, to stop eating and to like set it aside. Um, the, I just, my struggle with this whole topic is that I know that what I need to do or anybody, not just me, but what we need to do is I need to decide what it, what am I doing all this for? And the, and at, so I need to like, it's like, uh, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going on with me with words today. What do you call those? the weights the, the scale the scale but yeah balancing like, the scale the, yeah, balancing the scale like so m- what percentage of our nutrition fitness health goals what percentage are associated with aesthetics the looking good naked fashion you know thing and like you know uh, not that i'm out looking because i'm very you know obviously happily married and i'm she's lauren's the only one i'm really trying to impress but it's nice to you know be an attractive person yes right um 
So how much is attributed? To, so how much of this goal is attributed to that? And then how much of this goal is attributed to longevity? To you know, trying to avoid diseases, trying to you know, live to one hundred and fifty. I think that there's like for me. I'm at a 70, 30, 70 at this point in my life, 70 being the aesthetics part, believe it or not. Why do you separate them? I separate them because the, actually, that's a good question. I think I, my, sorry, answer your question. No, no, no. I think that maybe it's because, you know, I'm at a point where, you know, I can enjoy that and I feel like time is ticking. You know, and I'm like, okay, I'm getting closer to that goal. So maybe my, my motivation is more driven on that end because, you know, I've been I've been at a good 80-20 healthy eating versus not healthy eating for many, many years now. So, you know, I mean, anything can happen, God forbid, but I think I've taken care of my body pretty well. You know, I don't smoke. I, you know, I stopped drinking and, you know, all this stuff. So, um so yeah, so I, I don't know, but so what's your take on it? Because you're, you know, that's an interesting question. Was, why blend the it? The question that I have was why did you separate um, aesthetics from you know biomarkers? Because because I, what I, I would I, say is that if you are all in on your fitness and your nutrition um, for health purposes, the aesthetics will happen literally at the same fucking time. But then that, but then it doesn't play out that way because then it's like in moments where I'm super hungry and I haven't managed my meals correctly. Then it all goes to the shitter. But like if you had focus, if your meal, if you're focusing on your meal, listen, if you're focusing on your meals and your fitness, like you're tracking everything correctly, and not only are you tracking your food correctly, but you're also like eating quality foods along with it, and yeah. not just filling it in with, you know, un, you know, empty calories, then your 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 biology will be in, you know, your blood pressure, like all of your longevity goals will be hit mm-hmm. because you're giving your body the essential nutrients that it needs in order to sustain like a good, healthy living. Right. You're not introducing um, processed foods and, you know, chemicals and sugars that deteriorate your health. Mm-hmm. And then also because you're doing it in the right ratios that are prescribed to your body, your body, your body composition mm-hmm. will be achieved also. In the hmm. same way, so it's like you yeah. eat the, the if you the 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 reason why flexible dieting works so well for people is because it does give them the leeway to enjoy foods that are not necessarily quote healthy mm-hmm. or nutritionally nutritionally sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have balance. You know, it's like yeah. a person who's like, I really enjoy having chocolate every single day. So I I allot myself, you know. A, a, a two two servings of dark chocolate every single day. Okay. Or like I really enjoy a glass of red wine with my dinner. Mm-hmm. So I allot myself that that thing. Right. Versus the person who's like I'm not drinking, but how, you know I'm not drinking, but I'm eating. I'm out here eating fistfuls of candy. Right. I'm not drinking, but I'm out here you know enjoying fat you know candy bars and ice cream and this and that. Right. Um, <laughs> replacing. Did you say I'm saying like you know George? You know, yeah, I've been clean and sober now for three and a half years, but let me tell you how much pizza I had in the last two weeks. <clears throat> you know, or how much you know people who are like I don't drink, but you know they're obese because all they do is drink Mountain Dew and right sit on the couch and don't move exactly. Um, so if you when you combine both, 
I don't separate the aesthetic. I mean, I know the aesthetics follow. Okay. But so if for me, it's like if I train really hard and I eat really well, I know my body's going to look great. Like that's the point. And when I saw myself looking that way, I remember what I was, I remember what I was eating and I remember what I was, I was still, I was still drinking. I was still doing drugs. So we're not talking about that. This is not a mindset, you know, uh, this is not like a, a mental health thing. Right. Um, cause definitely my mental health is a lot, uh, better sure. now than it was then. Sure. Um, to the point that I was, I don't need those things anymore. I don't need drug, those, those substances, those crutches. Um, but the missing piece now, I feel like that I need, could, that I could maybe now that I have a stronger sense of, you know, of that is, well, maybe I could, turn, I can head back into the direction of being more disciplined with, um, the choices I make. And not be so permissive, you know. So with, how are you? So what do you want to be two fifteen again? Do you want to be two fifteen again? I don't know. I, the answer is yes. Like the, my ego tells me, George. Yeah, of course you do. Um, yeah, because that's gonna yeah. that's gonna but involve I don't know that, a lot I don't of discipline. That, I don't. I I I, I want to feel like what two fifteen felt like. It may not be two fifteen. The number. I'm not gonna be focused on the number. But I, folk, I remember okay. the feeling. So I want to, that's why, like, I want to be able to run in a workout um, and not feel like it is the end of me. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I just feel like, so there's something that I am not understanding. It's a performance-based thing. No, I want yeah, to no. be. Sorry. Sorry. Go that's ahead. all. No, no, that, no. And I get that. What don't I, you but, understand? Uh, no, no, no. Where, where I'm, where thing, something I haven't been able to reconcile is. I am still of the belief system where if you guys like us, you and I specifically, and now that we have this on video, hi, 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 uh, people, you people, and me, yeah, and maybe you too, yeah, maybe you too, yeah, and, and and now you know people can see you know when we talk about ourselves what we look like. So guys like you and me specifically, um, I am still of the belief system that if you want to go back to that video, it's. I don't think macro counting is the way to go. I really don't. I, I, I think I think it's going to involve that level of discipline. I think it's going to involve doing something like a whole 30 or something where you eliminate carbs or something that you do for at least three months. Um, I haven't reconciled. I don't look. So when I signed on again with uh, Working Against Gravity, when I signed on again, I and we had talked about it two episodes before I signed up, how I threw away the scale. I had to buy yes. a new scale. Uh, so, but I threw away the scale because I associate macro counting with, it doesn't matter what you weigh. It matters how your clothes fit and what you look like and your body composition. All right. So I accepted that. I accepted that this is not about me weighing 199 pounds anymore. It's about, you know, walking around and people thinking that I weigh 185, right? But I really weigh 210. So, but I think that to get to an actual number for guys like us, it, it macro counting is not the path. It's like a hardcore decision. Like, you know, like I said, zero carb, zero, this, like lots of exercise, no weightlifting, things like that. Yes. Yes. I am nodding my head. Yes. <laughs> and if you're watching this over there, you can see me, but if you're in your car, you can't, he was nodding his head very profusely. And for like th at least 30 seconds yeah, beforehand, yeah. because yeah. I get what you're saying. And I, 
that's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm not, it's not that I want to be 215 pounds again. It's not that I want to be that. I don't want to look like that kid again. Okay. 30 year old kid. I don't want to look like that guy again. Um, but I want to feel like that guy again, like light on my feet. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy could not clean 150 kilos. Uh-oh. That guy could not snatch 115 kilos. And that's what you sacrificed, And I'm still right? doing that. And I don't want to lose that. You don't want and to lose so that. And so I, I don't want to lose that. I don't want to lose that strength. Um, that guy did not look like the way that, you know, very strong and fit crossfitters look like, which are very strong up top, very muscular. They're not skinny. Those guys, there's very few skinny and, quote, elite crossfitters. George, do you want to be an elite crossfitter? Maybe. But... <laughs> Because that's my ego talking. Um, because we're so surrounded and, and it just looks so cool. And who wouldn't want to be one of these fucking cool guys doing this cool shit? You right, know what I mean? Like, so yeah, it's aspirational. And in the very far nether reaches of my brain, there's a little, like, there's a, a, a tiny, like, fraggle holding a little candle that says, maybe one day you'll get your shit together and you'll get into the H qualifier. See, but then that's that's another relative term, George, because I feel like you have your shit together now. I no, just no, no, feel no, no, like, no, no, you know, no, I know, I know. I, yeah. It is. What is your frame of reference? OK. Right. And so if we're talking about you, me um, and other other men of a certain age who are, uh, you know, out and about in mm-hmm. the workforce, yeah. daily life, non competitive, non sport specific Mm-hmm. Just, you know, doing the thing. Your average, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm fine, and that's cool. And I've been able to, I've honestly been able to accomplish a lot of things by not being so, not being so focused on one specific thing, mm-hmm. which is to be like a very very good performance CrossFitter. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something about competition that really does something to me, and I think. I don't think it's a bad thing for me. No, like, I know because I know a bad. bad there's a part of me that understands. Like, I, having done the training that I was doing two years ago in the in the relationship with David as my husband, and having the dogs, like I, we are in a place now, and I feel like I am in a place now, mentally, mindset wise, that understands all of those components, and you also understand that shit may not happen because you just don't have the time to do everything that is may be necessary for someone who is in your age to do that. But I feel like I could start laying the, I can start laying the framework, uh, to improve on the things that I'm just not good at. You know, I got really good at Olympic lifting. I was already good at Olympic lifting because I'm, I got very strong doing powerlifting. I wanted to do a 500 pound back squat and a 500 pound deadlift. And I did. And then I wanted to run a triathlon, so I did. And then I wanted to be an Olympic weightlifter, and I wanted to be able to clean and jerk 300 pounds, and I did. I want to snatch, you know, I'd love to snatch 120 kilos at some point, but I did 115 off the blocks. So all that keeps telling me is when I set my mind to do something, I do it. So wouldn't that be considered discipline all in itself? Wouldn't that all be under one big umbrella of discipline, just pointed in different ways? Well, and sure. Or, like the discipline, we can. If the pie is discipline, right. you know, the each section of it is different. Right. 
you know, but if the pie is nutrition, then, and, you know, accomplishment is 100%, one of those slivers is, is discipline. And then you take that mm-hmm. whole sliver and then you make, yeah. and you keep seven. It's all about how you look yeah. at it, obviously, right? And uh, for, I only can draw from my experience. Sure. You know, and so, and having gone through, having done what I've done and accomplished what I've accomplished performance wise, as well as like, you know, physiologically mm. with my body mm-hmm. um, and the different sizes that I've been, cause I have been also very extreme. I was a person who lost a hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, close to 300 pounds and super out of shape and super overweight and not, and never went to the gym to literally like abandoning all of that and putting all that effort into being fit and being thin and, and be, all that stuff. Sure. So, like, I know that I am capable of doing the things that I want to do when I want to do them. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, you know, you go back to the question, is like, well, what do you want to do now? And I'm like, I just want to be really, I want to feel really fit again. Okay. And I don't right now because I feel that I'm slow and heavy. Mm-hmm. And so, so we got to undo that. So we got the way. The, the, and I've never. And here's another thing. In 10 years of CrossFit, I never truly ever built an aerobic base because I was really good at being strong and I got really good at a lot of skills. So like double unders came very quick to me. Butterfly pull-ups came very quick to me. Right. But all of those 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 like stupid human tricks. Yeah. yeah. That we have to so do. So cool though. So cool. I was really good at it. and the the baseline of being able to like move your body through space over and over again repeatedly without running out of gas never came. I always ran out of gas because the boring eating broccoli every day work, which is the aerobic capacity work, which is like, you know, running re- 400 meter repeats on the minute, every mm-hmm. minute for 30 minutes or whatever the, you know, all that cardio work, all that, aer- they call it aerobic capacity. Mm-hmm. I never learned it. Never learned it. I never did it. So now you're doing it. Now so you, it's now like, you're well, gonna, let's just learn. tear everything apart again. Good. That's fun. Start That's from fun scratch thing to do at 40. 40. It's a fun thing to do at 40. Let me tell you. It's, it's a, a fun. New mind, and now with a whole new mindset, yeah. you know, in a healthier, more like more present space, what does that look like in the next 10 years? Right. And discipline because is going to be. Ten years was my fast. Ten years is going to fly. And the older you are, the more it flies. I mean, it's it's the the time it just intensifies. The more fly we get, and the more fly we get too. <laughs> what? <laughs> I today in today's workout, uh, uh, George uh, judged me and coached me through twenty point four. Uh, for those of you that are CrossFit followers, um, and and you know, I was I was already like the self doubt. I was already expressing it. I was super negative, and I was like, you know what? I'm only here because we have the intramural thing, and I wanted I don't want to let my team down. I don't want to be the guy that doesn't do the workout, and got, you know, hey, I haven't tracked my meals in three days. Hey, I've eaten like shit. Hey, I haven't worked out in three days. This is like a really intense workout, and I I was negative. I was negative. I was negative and then you know you helped me shift you helped me reframe and 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 at the end of it I was like I can't believe I got as far as I did and and I'm happy with that reaction because there's another version of me where I would have been like oh well if I didn't finish it then I'm just no good and but considering all those factors to make it as far as I did, you know, I'm really like I'm really happy where 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 my aerobic capacity is and where it's going. And I'm and and I, I know that one thing I've learned about discipline in since we've been doing this podcast and I want to say that this podcast has helped me 
learn and realize is that I don't have an issue with working out and I don't have an issue with, you know, gaining and continuing to apply my knowledge in nutrition. I need to now apply this discipline in, in like my profession and my, like my professional things, you know, and then, and, and, um, because the payoff, what, what payoffs have I had with discipline? For uh, CrossFit, it's twofold because the discipline I've had there has brought me better aerobic capacity and it's brought me a lot of good friendships in the community uh, because I'm always there. And the more you're there, the more people see your face and the more you get to know people and, you know, the natural like course nice of things. And you're engaging yeah. and people like you and... Well, but, but, I but, mean, but, you can show up to a place every single day and have like yeah. una cara de mierda and... Right, but no they wouldn't know that about you. me if I only went once a week, right? <laughs> um... So and then from there, uh, what, what what's another thing? When when I didn't have anything at all, the one thing I did have was be a good father, right? Just be a consistent, disciplined father, right? And that's paid off because I my kids are really great kids, right? And then being a good husband, right? Being a good husband, I've never I well I slip, but I catch myself and I always say I got to do better. Don't get comfortable. You got to be a good husband. This is, you know, it's not, I don't want to call it a job because that's ugly, but, but I wake up in the morning and I go, one of your main things is to be a good husband and, and, and I'm disciplined on that. And I feel that, you know, you see, oh, you know what? It does pay off. It does pay off. So, uh, you know, the whole discipline thing is going to be a big part of the next 10 years for us. It's just putting your ladder against the right wall. And that's going to be the, the, the biggest decision because when you're 20, you can put your ladder against wrong walls all the time and you say, oops, I fucked up. Let me try again. Let me start over. And I feel that now that we're older, it's like, okay, let me make sure I know what I want so I know how much energy I'm going to put into this and how much discipline I'm going to put into this. And it's figuring out what you want and why you want it. And if you're going to be okay with the method you're going to use to get there mm -hmm. and doing it at a consistent uh, rate, right? And, mm -hmm. and, 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 and doing it happily and not getting bored of it and how to renew that when you get bored of it. How, okay, I'm bored. Let me, let me go back to my desires. Desires drive motivation. So you go back to your desires. Do I still desire this? Yes. Okay. Motivation is reignited you know, we, we, we continue, we move forward. Right. Um, I do believe that discipline is, I don't think it's the key to freedom because if you're sometimes when you're too disciplined, you're not, you're robbing yourself of experiences sometimes, and that is not freedom. And so that's a whole other discussion. Right. Um, however, I do think discipline creates stability. And I think, uh, and I think stability gives us a gives us a, a a feeling of freedom right a feeling of safety also right and i think discipline does that for us uh, so it's really and 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 being permissive it's about analyzing okay who are you being permissive for because sometimes it's it's strictly selfish right i've worked out all week and you know what i've been good with my nutrition i'm gonna have that 
ice cream bar or I'm going to have that extra meal or, you know, whatever. But then sometimes it's like, I'm going to be permissive because I need to do this to nurture my marriage, for example. You know, I'm not going to be like, no, honey, I don't drink anymore. And also I'm not going out to dinners anymore. Everything's here. You know, like I, I can't do that. Right. So it's like, okay, I'm going to be permissive because I'm doing this for my wife, which fills the husband bucket. Right. Um, and, but there is that fine line because then if you're doing that every day, then now you're not being fair to yourself, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm being permissive, and now this is the opposite of discipline, and now I'm just doing whatever the fuck I want. And and that doesn't lead well, to any type the, of result. The part, the part that, or the question that I had for you when you were talking um, right now about freedom was, do you, is freedom for you the... Uh, the ability to do whatever you want or mm-hmm. the feeling of being free from burdens. Ah. Because if freedom is like I'm free I'm I'm free of burdens and you know having to eat, you know, nutritious all the time is a burden. So I want to eat whatever I want, I'm free. I'm free to eat whatever I want. Right, right. You'll find that um, people and do that and they they do flexible dieting cuz they're free to eat whatever they want. Um, or people choose not to eat certain things because they're like they have adverse reactions to it, like because whatever. So they're free from the feelings of feeling bad, right? Because you know dairy gives them they're lactose intolerant, or you know they have adverse reactions to gluten, mm. or they're vegan and they feel bad when they eat an animal because they mm. don't feel like it's right. So instead of dealing with those feelings, they're free from those bad feelings mm-hmm. by being disciplined in what they choose to eat. Um, so I guess that's really. What are you talking about when we're talking about freedom? Right, that's true, and, and that's another decision like to make. A, yeah, and that yeah, that, and that's another right? like, that's another decision to make, and that's and, and it's like lining up all these little decisions to create a path. Because I think when you talk about on. discipline being you know, the key to freedom, it is that it's like your discipline in order for you to be free from all the guilt and worry and mm. bad stuff that comes with making bad decisions. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's and that's like that's a you, great. That's a good you, angle. If you make good decisions, the idea being like, if you do good things, good things will happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're free from the bad stuff. That's right. That's true. Right. And that's, and that's, that's peace I of like mind. That. And and that's and that's. Hey, that's I think that's uh, like the frame of the, that's the frame. That's how I would frame that. That's yeah. how at least I would think of it. I'm free from feeling shitty about not being able to take my shirt off at the beach, or I'm free of like oh, I feel bad to like. I don't like the way I look. I'm free of all those feelings. When what is what is the, the your favorite version of you aesthetically in the last eight years? Uh, me at my 38th birthday. I think it was Team Soul training after about a year into it. So 2017, I was the str- I was strong. I was, I knew I'm stronger you were now. Say that. I knew you were going to say was, that time. I'm strong now. I'm stronger now, but I was fitter then. Um. And so I want to go back to that. Okay. Before I injured my shoulder, I was, I found, and there, there was a when moment. When did you say? You said 2018? 2017. 2017. I want to say it was like spring of 2017. Um, around the time when David did the surprise party for me, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> he had a cake made Let me for see me, if for I can guess. Let me see if I can guess which version you're talking about of you. The cake made of me where he took a picture off of my Instagram where I'm shirtless with like six pack abs and he imprinted that picture onto the cake. No way. Yeah. 
That's awesome. And He's my so hair was thoughtful. still kind of long. And so I want to have like longish hair and like, you know, six pack abs, but six pack abs because they're, you know, they're cute for my Instagram influencer life <laughs> and for likes and for activations and immobilizations. <laughs> okay. And yeah. And now that I'm going to be on YouTube all the time, uh, like, before that, before that, before that, even before that. Even before that. Even before that. That's my 39th birthday. That's so my, 39. So that's my third, my 38th birthday. Your 38th birthday. So okay. go to like 2017. Okay. Right? I think so. Because that must have been the 2018 picture. Yeah. All right. So, we'll, we can. We can. Anyways, so there's it. Yeah. that picture. There was a that, there was that time, and there was a lot of running involved. There was a lot of me doing. Uh, there was a lot of two a days involved, where I'm mm-hmm. doing like you know. Olympic lifting and a wad in the morning and then at night I'm doing some sort of like just aerobic capacity work which is like me on a rower, me doing bike intervals and I have all that equipment at home mm. so if I really want to do it, I can do it. I, I have the capacity to do it. I right. have the means to do it and, and I also have the experience of having done that before so I know what that looks like. Um, it's just um, before. before. Keep going back. Okay. Um, it's just a matter of when like, are you willing to, I mean, are you willing to put in the time and effort it takes to do it again? Right. You know, and, and what are you, and question. what's the sacrifice? What is the sacrifice? What's the sacrifice involved? Because nothing is, you don't, nothing gets, um, nothing comes at no cost. Oh right? yeah. No, no. It, it's everything so, has, a, and that's, you know, that's this is why David was laughing at me. You know, when I started this whole thing, going back to the beginning before that's the same party. No, it's not. This is April, 2018. That's so that's my birth. That's my 38th birthday. Oh, before that. Okay. So it's just a different, it's just different accessories, but it's the same okay. party. Got it. it. Sometimes I take multiple pictures and repost them later. Okay. Well, we'll, Anyways, find, we'll find it and repost. You'll see it. But I'm going to, so I'm going to, uh, what, what I'm, where I'm at right now is something we taught, we touched on a little bit ago, which is I am like laying out the foundation again on it. I've, I'm breaking everything down except for my nutrition because I know what to do there yeah. and I'm on a plan. But and and my workouts because my I like where I, where that's going. But like everything else, I'm gonna do th- I'm gonna do that. I'm just gonna say okay, this is forty. Hashtag this is forty. I'm just gonna break everything down, go back to like create a new foundation, and really decide what are the things I'm going to focus on, right? Um, this podcast means a lot to me, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and I think you feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a lot of great things coming our way, and I know I keep saying that, and I say that because I feel it and I believe it. This podcast is it's really important. Can be specific? I'm super yeah. sorry to interrupt you. No, no, no. But I want, I want the universe to know my intention when it comes to this. This podcast right now is the medium for what this is. For what Milwaukee Media is. Yes. Um, right now, this is like the medium for this message. I think this message, th- what I know, not I think, I know, and I believe this message is very important. This message is very important to me. This partnership has created something that is super unique and I'm, su- and I'm very interested in as well. Yeah. Um, and now that we're launching that guy, I'm also interested in it as well. Yeah. And so this, what's happening here... I'm very interested in. And so I want to develop this part here and with the running and the lifting and not because it's a frag. This I can, this is something that I can bring to this message. Perfect. I can't talk about being a dad. 
Right, right, right. No, I, I can't. Know, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Don't, there's an entire sect of mangas that are parent. I can't talk to them right. about that experience. Right. I don't know, but I can talk to the people who like want to be like really fit. Sure. You know, this is what I can bring to the table. Yeah. And I, when my goal for my my stuff is, I I'm doing it, and I'm forty. There you go. Yeah. You can do you can do this. Yeah. If you want to. So I'm with you on that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, with and you it on doesn't that. have to be like I'm not telling you this is the only way to be 40 years old. Right. Exactly. You know, like because M- many different ways to live a life. I mean, I, or you don't have to be. This is not the way to be a 40 year old homosexual. Right. <laughs> this, this is not the way. I mean, yeah. it's a way. It's a great way. I love yeah. my way. Yeah. But it's not. You know. Yeah. But like, this is what I want to like put out into the world. Like. I'm really into this. Yeah. Let's see what happens when I lean in. Right. So, in the, so this will be, this is going to be, you know, between this and my practice, this is going to be the discipline. I'm going to, I'm going to start implementing those, those levels of discipline that I've implemented in the other areas of my yeah. life that I've described. And I'm going to transfer that over without sacrificing the other. I'm going to transfer that over to this. And then, and then, yeah, let's just go from there, man. Dude, look, there's let's go from there. there. There's, I, I, I think about, I, and it's not, Ladies, I'm sorry, but I'm not. So I think about the person out there. Well, let's not be gender specific. Let's. I think about the person out there who feels like they're hopeless, that they're lost, they don't have stuff. And listen, if you've gotten this far into this episode of this podcast that you're hearing that and you kind of feel that way, like, send us an email. Yeah. You know, like, this goes out to you feeling less, like... I felt that way too, and like I was able to pull myself out of it. Like, and I found a really great, a great group of stuff. And so it's like, if we can, like, the goal is to like kind of like help build and like yeah. put good shit out into the world, like yeah. in like a super real way. Yeah. Because like it's not like we're out here like living that Oprah life where right. everything is you know where she's working very very hard, but she has a lot of doctors and a lot. Like we have to work for all that. We have very little time. We have like a real ass life. Yeah, we do. Very you know, real. That yeah. right now gets eaten away at doing this stuff. Like yeah. this is a privilege. Yeah, it is to do with yeah. you. Oh, likewise, I feel the same way. Yeah, yeah I just get really warm and <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuzzy. Yeah. It feels good. It feels good. It's so been that's a great what morning. like yeah. The, yeah. So yeah, Georgia, you're super f- focused on this thing, but it's like yeah, but this is kind of like my experiment. Like yeah. I'm really doing this and then I want to talk about it and and it's and yeah and it's and it's really built up to be a great thing so so yeah so let's um let's go ahead and wrap up and, and, and um yes all right yes um moakamedia at gmail.com yes please send us you know any anything regarding anything at all well you know within parameters of what we're about but um but yes like uh oh you don't uh, want dick pics no no preferably not <laughs> <laughs> and um on Instagram, we are at Moaca Media. I am Carlos Escanilla underscore LMHC. And I am George I. Sanchez. Perfect. And this was an awesome episode. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. And please provide us with feedback. And if you like what you're hearing, give us a five-star rating. Uh, we would be very grateful for that as well. And we'll have more uh, more to come next week. Indeed. Indeed. Bye. Bye.